What's up? Today, my guest is my brother, BJ. We start out talking about his impending hip replacement, his second. We do some hip puns. It devolves very quickly into a story about adult softball, what happens when you don't warm up, and then trying to convince your body to do what your brain thinks it can still do. We chop it up about the time he chopped it up with Donnie Most. You may know him as Happy Days Ralph Mouth, being on game shows, being called onto stage to sing during a Michael Franti and Spearhead concert, and complain that our father was far too noble and not near enough Joel Olstein. We also answer the age-old question, is listening to a book on tape the same as actually reading it? So sit down, strap in, turn on, and turn up this memory-laden episode of Tony on the Mic! Our story begins as these stories often do. You're trying to, like, get that egg as opposed to just enjoying the goose. Enjoy the goose! I'm the goose! He's the goose. Oh, he's the goose. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that all of you have the most amazing stories filled with drama. Now, okay, here I'm going to fix your podcast. Okay. No control who lives, who dies, who tells. It was Watergate. A, I said Watergate already. Right. Yeah, it was funnier the way I said it. Okay. <laughs> story, story, that one was just sad. Because our dad was a minister. We didn't have a freaking limousine <laughs> right, or right. TV. <laughs> what the hell? I'm like, Dad. A little less, uh, a little less Selma and a little right, more right. <laughs> something, something. A little less freedom marching, a little more cash registering. <laughs> Ooh, I remember that song. Yeah, oh, it's called <laughs> A Perfect Way. I have to say, that's the most amazing story I ever heard. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you listen to this fine podcast product. My name is Tony Lawrence, and I'm Tony on the mic. Today, I'm hip. Hip with my brother. Hip, brother getting hip, a, hip, hip, hooray. Getting a new hip, hip hop, hip hop hooray. Hip, hip sway. It's hip to be square. Remember who hip sway was? I don't remember who hip sway was. Hip sway saying the honey thief. I, I, Nope. Oh, I remember that song. Yeah, oh, it's called A Perfect Way. Yeah, I got a perfect way. Make the gun goes crazy. I got a perfect way. Yep. And the band was Hips Way. And we are off and running in the first of what is sure to be many corrections of my idiot brother. Scritty Politti sang the perfect way. I went all over looking for Hipsway, 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 and they do sing a song called The Honey Thief. But The Perfect Way, which is a jam, those of you who uh, remember early 90s, late 80s type music, that's the jam. Scritty Politti, not Hipsway. What is it? They're only hip. They're only hip. They're only they're one hip wonder. One hip wonder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any other hip? Yes. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hips don't lie. Ooh, uh, hips don't lie. That's a good one. Uh, 
Let's see. Uh, you know, out there, people listening, going, da 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 da. You know, like three or four obvious um, ones that we're missing. I'm the mother flipping hip hopopotamus. The hip hopopotamus. That was Jeff Brooker's name. Rhymes of Rodimus. Uh, today, we're going to talk about Sorry. the ba- <laughs> the battle uh, the battle of hip replacement. Uh, it's your second hip replacement. It's amazing. It's like, uh, yeah. Hey, you're old. <laughs> I am young, and I'm about <laughs> to be even younger. Yeah, so you had one done. Yep. And yep, yep, yep. describe the results, was it? Uh, it was great. I, I, I was fairly active in my life <laughs> at yeah. times, you know. Yeah. Played sports, rode my bike, uh, did a lot of dancing. Um, it's early onset for sure. Uh, okay. My arthritis, uh, which caused it. But I, I, when a long time ago, I had a hip pain um, from something that I feel like ha- had something to do with, like maybe football, like maybe football something. or something that yeah, and, and it, in my hip joint, in my right hip joint, and then. Uh, but this is your left one now, right? It's the left one now. Yes. Yeah. So you yeah, had the right. The right one was was the first one. Okay. Uh, and life and night and day. I was going to say life and death, but... Uh, yeah, it made a big difference for sure. Uh, yeah. Because um, I know my hit, my knees, when I got my knees done, it was like rebirth. It was wonderful. It it was a good six months or more of like walking even, because I was literally shorter on one side than the other. And they gave you some extra height? Or they just kind of down? I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know if I'm gaining weight. Like by adding titanium <laughs> or not, uh, but uh, but yeah, it was it was uneven where I had a, a hitch, so it was nice yeah. to have like a nice even, even gate, gate. Yeah. for for a little while. But uh, now you your could see jacked on, up again. Uh, my gate is is not it's heaven's rust, gate. It's a rusty gate. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, water gate. It's not Bill Gates. No, it's, it's uh, swinging it's, gate. It's yep, uh, yeah. The worst worst gate. (laughs) Worst gate. Poor gate. It was was Watergate. I said Watergate already. It was funnier the way I said it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But so now you're getting the second one done. Yeah. So that didn't last long. So when you could see when I first got the the, the, um, x-rays and when they first discovered that it was arthritis, because I just went in because I had pain that didn't go away. Right. Uh, that I noticed at a party that we were all at at Aunt Cindy's house at on um, in OB not OB IB in okay. Imperial Beach, and it was like someone's birthday party, and we were and the kids were there. They played volleyball. We went swimming, um, and went swimming and like something in the waves like through my hips Jostled a little bit. You. Yep, and then I was like, hmm, oh, boy, I kind of feel that. And I feel that, and boy, it's uncomfortable, a little bit of pain, and didn't go away, didn't go away, and got to the doctor, and yeah, they said this is what it's what's up. So when I got those arth- that uh, X-ray, it showed that I had it on in both hips, ah, and a little bit on the back, like Ooh. on the top. Are they of gonna the be spine. able to clean that up at all? Uh, not from this, but oh, not, uh, yeah. Uh, Who's to say? I'm hoping, I, you know, I'm always hoping science catches up. Yeah, get some stem cells up in That's there. That's what I'm saying. That's, That's what I'm saying. saying. Dude, give me some stem cells right now. 
I would take it. I would take it. Put some in my knees. Put some yep. in my shoulders. Yep, definitely. Put the shoulders, some in my man. back. My shoulders are jacked up these days. It's messing me up. So uh, you're you you put off your your marriage not specifically for the hip, but but COVID and, uh, and yeah, that, right? we ideally we were like, all right, let's get married. I really w- want to dance because I'm a dancer, yeah. dancing uh, at the wedding, and I want to dance. And so we thought that we could get this first hip done and then get married. Uh, but then yeah, COVID happened, and so uh, that kind of put the wedding. Uh, on hold um and so and that and then which gave my other hip time to catch up and say right. <laughs> hey i'm hey. i'm bad too hey, what about me <laughs> yeah what my, about me my, my neighbor across the street is showing off his fancy titanium every day <laughs> i'm here driving this piece of crap or i mean my my oh your eyes yes my right hip right. neighbor to brag into the left hip, hip you know yeah how comfortable he is and yeah, no, it's, it's, I'm telling you, it's amazing the, the knee surgery and what they can do just from, so I'm, I'm hoping cause my shoulders are jacked up lately. It's hard. I can't, it's hard to throw the, throw the ball for the dog. I remember, I, I know that there's some arthritis for sure. And I also know that I didn't do any favors by when coaching little league, throwing, you know, 200 pitches of BP to the kids every day. And then a football, throwing the routes to the backup receivers while the ones were working on the field and working right. with the DBs and throwing the ball. And I just loved doing it so much. It hurt, but, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you know when my arm went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do know exactly when your arm went. At the same time your skin went. We took a trip to Arizona, folks, to to get you caught up. Do you want to tell it? I don't want to butcher it. Uh, you no, you you're doing fine. Yeah, well, we we went to Arizona. Is all yeah. I said so far. Yeah. I'll leap in when that's you... <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he was trying to be like me, like normal. Eh, and... <laughs> okay. <laughs> First of all, it was Florida. Right. <laughs> it's it's funny. Like I've told you the story before, but uh, about working at a bartender in in Seattle and we were doing a, a charity event and so there are a bunch of celebrities in and out and Donnie Most who's Ralph Mouth from Happy Ralph Days Mouth. uh came into the bar what was it didn't he have a catchphrase uh he probably did okay i'm going to put it i'm going to i'll cut it in okay Sunday, Monday, happy days Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. i still got it better you get rich to do it <laughs> I still got it. <laughs> I still got it, even in the new world. Yeah. <laughs> Good one, Mal. Good one. I still got it. I'm a man in pain, but I still got it. <laughs> even in the Twilight Zone, I still got it. Goodbye, <laughs> gray sky, hello, blue. There's nothing can hold me when I hold you. Uh, but it was a trip. It was because, like, wow, hey, man. And then he and, and we're talking. He was very cool. We were talking, and he had pulled his hamstring playing softball. Ooh, and I said, <laughs> I said, dude, I, I, to, I said, I totally get it. You know, it's like once you get out there and you're in the midst of it, right? You don't think about you the how unwarmed up you are right. or anything. You just right. know you're supposed to run as fast as you can right. if you hit the ball. Or there's a ball in the gap. You have to yes, try and get to you it. Run you run to just, it, right? And and then 
you just go and then before your body says, wait, we're not even close to ready right, right. to do what this. Do you, what do you, what do you, yeah. what do you, point? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I tried to tell you. Yep. So, uh, I don't know what that had to do with. Uh, I don't either, but. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just, I needed to work into the story at the time that I hung out with Ralph. Ralph Mao. Okay. Yeah, so. All right. Fair enough. So. And um, have you ever been to a concert and been called up on stage? I have, matter really? of fact. I, I, I figure we'll, we'll go through the greatest hits. Tell us, tell us about that. <laughs> that. That's a story. Here's the story. Go. So, <laughs> not much to do with my hip, but that's all right. <laughs> Neither I'm the guest. Mouth. I'm the yeah, guest. You want to hear these want. stories, okay? That's right. So I went to Spearhead or Michael Frante and Spearhead concert in San Diego. This is shortly after I had moved here, like within the first few years. And uh, so it was the first time getting to see him, who's I'm a big fan of. Yeah, me too. Uh, Actually, in, not as big as you, but a big fan. He's, you turned me on to him, and I like him a lot. He's he's great. He, uh, as a person, you just you just adore adore him. Yeah. Um, but I was really excited, and I called my friend, Darren, who we had kind of discovered Michael Franti together, and uh, just to let him know, hey, man, guess what? I'm in line by myself going to this concert, going to the Michael Franti concert. And uh, and he was like, right on, be ready to jump around a lot. And I said that my expectations were high because last time I'd gone to see Michael Franti here in San Diego, which was like the first year that I moved here, they had a uh, street scene, which uh, I don't know if they do that anymore. Scene? I think they do. But uh, me and a girl from work who was a Michael Franti fan – we all went down, her and her friend, we all went down and went to see Michael Franti do a set. After his set, he comes right out. And this is something after seeing him several times was like, if you stick around, he'll come out and say hi and hug and take pictures with you all you want, like with whoever's there. And so he'd been doing this every time and I'd never done it. So I'm like, this time I'm going to do it. I'm in there in the front, just thoroughly enjoying, singing along. Soon as the show over is is over, he comes out, comes right over the barricade, and comes right to me and gives me a big hug. Wow! And uh, and he's all about love. If you're not familiar with him, everything yeah. he does is all about like love and positivity. Uh, so it was just great, and we kind of hung out and chatted. And that wasn't like that giant a crowd, so it was kind of nice to have like a few moments. So I was telling Darren. You know, my expectations are high because last time I got a right. hug. Right. Like, and so he's like, yeah, you know, definitely stick around after. He's going to remember me. He's going to give me yeah. Right. <laughs> so uh, we go to the show. I go to the show. I'm going by myself. I'm by myself. But I see this other girl who I know um, there. And so we're all like, hey, we're hanging out. And open we are able seating to, or? No, it's like general, general admission. Okay, so okay. it's open standing. Right. And so uh, during the opening act, it was easy to kind of work my way really close up to the front um and so me and amy uh are there uh close up kind of just enjoying the show together and i'm singing along and he's doing some of his old stuff that uh that i recognize the song uh people in the middle uh hated people in the middle yep and i'm singing along and i notice him notice me singing like oh, singing all, all singing right. along. I see him like, huh? 
like kind of like out of the corner of his eye, like yeah. ca- catch it. No, that's a fan, is what he's thinking. Yeah, he's like, oh, you go way back, you know. And uh, I don't think that he like remembered. You're the, the dude, right? Yeah, yeah. But you never know. You never yeah, know. Yeah. You never know. I bet he did. Maybe you never know. So, anyway, so he's there, he's singing. It shows great. We're just thoroughly enjoying it. And then they're doing a song, and then he's like, he starts singing "What I Got" by Sublime, and uh, and the band is playing, and and he's like, "Who knows the words to the next verse?" And I'm like, "Me, <laughs> me, please, God, me!" And but imagine that times a thousand, because everybody's like, "Me," you right, know? Right, so, right. But it was all fun. And he's like, points at this girl, and I'm. Th- totally like cool good Whatever, for her right? yeah. good for her how fun she gets up on stage and and she's like all right and they like kind of lead her into the verse and she's like i don't cry when my dog runs she doesn't really know it and the crowd is kind of like good natured like oh (laughs) but everybody's so like positive and loving that they're like let it It go fun yeah yeah and there was like no no big deal but he just kind of like looks and he like looks at me and he points at me and of course i'm like me are you pointing at me and he's like pointing at me and he's like giving me the like come on up here waving waving at me sign and amy's like go like go And I'm like, okay. And I like go and I'm like trying to lumber my big self up over the barricade to where the uh, security is like, what are you doing, dude? And I'm like, seriously, he just, just like, right? like, I'm like pointing to him and he's like, no, no, let him up, let him up. And uh, so he got pulled me up. It was incredible. It was so incredible. And for a while, it existed. On an audio file. I remember. I heard. I've heard the audio. And I did. I don't know where. I can't find it anymore. Oh. But I, yeah, and I never captured it. Brutal. Uh, it, it is brutal. I would love to to have had that. But apparently, he had a guy who would record every show and then post it on the internet. Oh wow. Uh, and so they would just go every yeah. every sh- every show and and, and, and post it so you could hear it. And uh, but he he's like. Do you know the song? And I'm like, yeah. You know, then I started singing it. And now, I think I'd already even go, performed it. Did it go back to the place where they let her in? Or where did it Yeah, they... it was just the third verse where it's like, I don't cry when my dog runs away. And uh, so, and then as it is in a lot of live, live concerts, sometimes the, the beat and the tempo are accelerated yeah, a little yeah. bit oh, yeah. just with energy. It's just, right. But I remember, I don't cry when my dog runs And the crowd goes, it's like crazy and it's like i don't know 1500 or so nice. people in the in the crowd and they're just everybody's just ecstatic yeah would do the whole verse go through it and the band breaks into like a little jam little impromptu right. thing and they're like doing like hokey host host do, dozy does you know yeah, okay <laughs> they're just Ho- you know hokey, like you know, farm dance hokey dokes <laughs> um just this ecstaticness to where we're like at some point we're like should we get off stage now you know right. it's like it felt like it'd been a while because the girl was still up there okay and we like we're just dancing and laughing and, right. and having fun talking to the bass player and, and such and it was it was amazing that's awesome and uh yeah what one of my one of my most like uh special special times for sure especially mm-hmm. because he means so much more to me than 
some art than a lot of artists do. Right, right. Like you, right. you, you, you like them. And it's so not much. like it's not like Prince or something that is universally hail. Right. You know, it's somebody who's mm-hmm. got a smaller niche, but still obviously very sizable but, audience. Yeah, but it was like Prince. You know, it's like. But that was Personally, that time Prince called me on stage. Oh, oh yeah, that time, <laughs> that time, yeah. And you were singing the Sublime song. That yeah, time? it yep. was what yeah. I got. Right, yeah. and uh, this girl <laughs> tried to sing it, but she messed it up. Dude, that's so funny. You're, you're that <laughs> Kristen Wiig character who's like, oh yeah, I do that too. And uh, <laughs> actually, when I did it, it was with Michael Jackson. So uh, yeah, it was a little bit better than your experience. Uh, yes. So that's I never thought of that before, but that's that's you. No, that's, that's you. <laughs> oh yeah, I like that too. Uh, yeah, Michael yeah. Fenty's is he's my guy. He, yeah, he's my personal chef. Right. Uh, so. So. Um, have you ever been on a game show like Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> Man, I've been on two game shows. So, which is fun. I'll save you the long story to say I went on Wheel of Fortune. It was awesome. And it was something too that the idea of vision boards of like trying to create what you want and put that and focus on and it. The, yeah. And so give it energy. And my computer at the time, I had like a little wallpaper sticky notes where that just stay up on your computer's right. home screen. And I had a big one that said Wheel of Fortune on there for for probably a couple years because we we're just like, I should do this, I should yeah. do this. And then when the finally the opportunity came up, everything fell into place. Uh, everything fell into place amazingly <laughs> in that. When we went to the audition, uh, first of all, I'm comfortable in front of a crowd, right. so that made it easy to kind of do my bit in front of the crowd. I solved this is in the at the uh, uh, Harris Casino um, out in Cold White Ball Center or something, or yeah, um, and yeah, but it's the it's the Wheel Mobile. Right. Everybody right. can come out, sign, put your name in the barrel, and uh, and I was this close to leaving. Because I was just my energy, sometimes is just crap, and I'm like, yeah. this is uh, I'm not I, right. I don't want to do this I yep. don't want to be here, and but they called me like right before the first hour ended because they would do it in hours chunks, and uh, went on stage, did well, uh, solved the puzzle, and when I solved the puzzle, oh they did well I killed it okay, okay. like you know like <laughs> I I killed it. Okay. Uh, and for, yeah, the, the crowd was went crazy. It was great. Uh, so when I finished that little round, they take everybody off the stage, and there's like, you know, here's a t-shirt. You know, that's part of the deal. You right. Know, yeah, thanks yeah. for coming out. But for me, they were like, that was great. You want to come and do a secondary on-air interview? I'm like, Why, yes, yes, I yes. do. <laughs> Please. And uh, so he takes me off stage. And as he's leading me to the back, after he sends everybody back to their seat, he's leading me to the back, and he says, "Now, when you uh, say he, it's just like a." It was a, one of the producers, producers like one okay. of the guys. Yeah, he's he he's he's somebody who's who. It wasn't Trebek. No, well, obviously not Trebek. It no. wasn't uh, Pat Sajak. Sajak. No, no. they had a Pat and Vanna traveling. Pat and Vanna, who that was their job, was to play the parts. The parts yeah. Which hey, I'd hey. take that gig. Heck yeah. You know, but. Uh, 
he's like, okay, follow me. And as we're going to the back, because I had said that I worked at SeaWorld, and he's like, my wife and I were at SeaWorld like last week, and we saw you do ah! the do the <laughs> do the dolphin show. Like, and this is when we were doing nothing for the dolphin show. We were like doing a little trivia at the beginning, but yeah. you're trying to make it, you know, as comfortable fun, right. and fun as entertaining right. as possible. But he's like, I saw you, and he was like fanboying, kind of <laughs> like that was really cool. And I'm like, awesome. We get back to the thing, and the on-air interview goes really well. Uh, get called back for another interview, finally uh, downtown, and they say you're okay. You're either going to hear from us or you won't. And if you, you hear from us, you're on the show. If you don't, you good luck. Right. And right. so, but after three weeks, you know, if you don't hear from us, you probably try again. Hear, right. So four weeks go by, and so I was like, oh well, it was a fun ride. And then Andrea brings in the mail one day. He's like, oh, look at this from wheel of fortune like <laughs> so it was and then cool you san diego week right it, was, they, uh, it did turn yeah they had now, a great american city go up to la to went up it? to la okay um and they suggested you get a hotel and so they and you know that that it's like thousand dollars no matter what you know for a hotel no, for your for being on the show. Oh, okay. You go on the show, you're you're guaranteed you get $1, to get a thousand dollars, no matter what, which is a great yep. bottom. Yeah, like it's a good floor. Yeah, like well, the worst that's going to happen is I'm going to lay an egg and go home with a thousand and go and get a thousand and be on TV. Yeah, and be on TV. Yeah, and and have a cool experience. So that made it a little a lot easier to loosen up and just have fun. Yeah, um, facing a barracuda bulldog oh she was good yeah <laughs> she was she, good she was good she was a monster so so i it's like I, she let you win some almost <laughs> almost yeah uh yeah she every everybody played well like yeah when i watched the tape everybody did what you're supposed to do yeah but sometimes it's you know it's the yeah. luck of the and wheel it, right and timing right it's just yeah. if you you know like if you guess r when it's between r and s right yeah, you know, for or, sure, and it just happens to fall the way it fell. But yeah, no, that's cool. You ever been one, a, one a trip to Aruba? That was like the oh, the, the big, the, yeah. the big thing was one a trip to Aruba. Aruba. Yeah, and that that's what uh, Andrea. Yeah, Andrea wanted to. That was like our wish list. Was like. Aruba? A, a trip. A trip. Okay. Yeah, we like really wanted a trip. Because every time we watch it, it's like the trips are always to some place where everything is cool. included. Yeah. It's all included. And it's going to be a fancy trip that you yeah. probably would never do, Yeah, you know, normally. Uh, so it was nice to, to win that and win, win some money, too. And uh, it was a great experience. Great experience. That is cool. Have you ever been in a movie? I've been in the movies. <laughs> I've been in a movies. In a movies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. A friend of mine, uh, uh, the, an old, older guy who's in theater and such, uh, who I worked with um, as a friend of Santa, um, had posted something about how he hadn't been in a movie. Because he had a roommate. This is interesting and cool. He had a roommate hope so. who knew, uh, <laughs> who was friends with Stephen Sondheim. Oh, wow. 
and and that one time Stephen Sondheim had called the house and asked for him, and he's and and wow. my friend said, "No, he's not here. Can I take a message?" He said, "Yes, just tell him <laughs> that it's Stephen. That it's Stephen. Okay. Yeah, and that um, I'm going to be in town, you know, in a couple of weeks, and I'd love to see him uh, and hang out." Uh, Dude, yeah, it's wild. That's, That's wild. Insane. Yeah, that they had met somewhere. And it's weird. There's a lot of folks that I know in theater who have. He was just active. He was out and about. Sondheim was. Yeah. Wow. And he would go show up and do things and help places and. Uh, so well, when I met Stephen Sondheim, I was for just the first about time. To, I was or... just about to give up my writing and movies and music. I was about to turn thirty, mm-hmm. and uh, and he called me, and he gave me hope, and they made a movie. Uh, tick tick bang it's on netflix oh i haven't seen that yet yeah, that's that's me oh okay <laughs> that's my story i sold it's, it to you them. haven't you need to see it i started it and it just wasn't grabbing me. really yeah i was five minutes in i was in it wasn't grabbing me it was a little for me it was like i i, I mean it just depends like yeah. on their mindset but there are times when a musical number starts, and I and I just part of me is just like, oh, here we go. Yeah. As opposed, to, I mean, I like musicals. I like right. a lot of musicals, right. but there are times where it's just not clicking for you. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It. it just <laughs> see that. That's funny because I was I was all in. I mean, the first number was okay, but the second. Oh wait, was the first number thirty ninety? It sounds right. Yeah, dude, I would I was singing that song all day. It was I enjoyed. And now it. what are they referring to? He's turning 30 in 1990. Okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's about to give up. And then, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda directed it. I do. And he had a cameo. I hadn't seen the cameo. What well, is it at the beginning? I, I I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Cuz it's not him. It's not like he walks out and goes Hi, can I get your paper today? You know, like a bit part. Right. I mean, it's he plays a role, and it's not a huge role, and but it doesn't like you won't look at you won't go. Hey, that's Lin Manuel Miranda. Not like and in the the movie of in the uh, Heights. In the Heights, yeah. yeah. In the Heights was good too. All right. Well, if we're done with story time, uh, just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you kidding? What else? Yeah, right. <laughs> story time is never over. So, that but we funny. could t- save those for how some did, other time. How did we get to the first story? Oh, we we're talking about hips, then shoulders, and how you threw your shoulder out. And we never got to the story of going to Arizona. Well, I'll tell it again. Okay. We're going to Arizona. You were trying to be me. And <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's when everything went off the rails. No, it's, I remember that you. You applied baby oil. You're living in Seattle at the time. Yes. And you applied baby oil because you wanted to get a good tan from yep. that Arizona sun. Yep. You got a tan, all right. I got a. I got damage. Yeah. I got damage <laughs> that stuck around for a year or two or yeah, more. Yeah, oh yeah. It blistered and had some scarring. Yeah. So I had a tank top on, and that the lines from the tank top were on my skin for over a year, oh. easily. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was that was dumb. And then we went, dumb, uh, dumb, dumb. <laughs> we went under one of the one of the stadiums had a pitching machine. 
Yes. To t- How a fast can you throw? How hard can you throw? Yeah. I can throw real hard. Yeah. <laughs> I'll throw this ball I'll throw it so, so hard. hard. That they're gonna, I, yeah, there'll be a prize right. or the news a will scout. come. A yeah, scout, yes, right? right. They're gonna get. We're here in spring training and they're gonna discover right. me. They have, we have this guy came out. We saw, we saw him at a pitching booth. Yep. He topped ninety on the gun. So right. And then, so you just uncorked one. Yep. At like fifty-two, like some pitifully small number, to where I'm like uh, I could throw way harder, and I. Oh, so did you, did you ramp up this? I, I thought it was I, the first throw. It might have been you... the first one. Maybe I like. It might have been. It might have been. But it was. It was. It was one throw, of trying to really throw it hard. And and. And it's still that still bugs you. Those don't heal apparently. No, Those no. rotator cuffs don't heal. Yeah, no, I'm I I had rotator cuff surgery. So yeah, so I had to adjust. So years later, mm. playing rec league co-ed softball, playing third base and yep. like scooping it up and then throwing it from semi below. Arm, yeah, right. Yeah, just right. like how many, how much hips and and yep. knees can and I put yep. into it? How much body sway? Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it would have a big, big hoop, big arch. Right. <laughs> like, Right. But I had to get rid of it quick too. Just like Donnie Most, you know that time we played with Donnie Most, who was Ralph Mouth. Okay, Happy Days, hanging out. With but uh, I, I smack a double into the gap. That sounds play, like my story, but go ahead. Play. Uh, well, this is some more detail. Okay. It was this the dude and the and, dude. and, and these dude? leagues, these leagues, the this dude. dude, this dude. It's just a dude. The, the dude, okay. And, and dude came in, this big dude, I think it's a what? son or something, a soldier, the, the soldier dude, the, the dude, the fucking dude that came in. Oh, you mean the soldier dude? Yeah, the soldier dude. So, uh, some personalities you're kind of like, you get a little bit more competitive with. Yeah, oh yeah. Because yep. of the way they present themselves. Yep. And this was a team full of them oh. to where, oh yeah, like to where I just have words and say, say words yeah <laughs> but there was uh the dudes like playing me in on right center field like in and I'm like dude like oh. that's so disrespectful yep. you know like, and so here comes the ball like on the outside oh nice corner and i'm like yeah just like turn and wait and crank it to the right center over his head and i'm like that's a triple so <laughs> <laughs> So I'm rounding second, and I'm I'm in my mind I'm like you're Pete Rose. Leaning, you're gonna yep, go right, I'm leaning and, and going around. Speed. Yep, and I'm gonna like slide into third. Uh, and I'm in my mind. This is all happening, but my feet are not keeping up with my mind, <laughs> and my head is just getting closer and closer until eventually I just topple forward <laughs> and go back to second. And <laughs> <laughs> And everyone laughs, and it was like, yeah, yeah, that happened. Yeah. It happens. That's funny. Well, the plan the plan was to talk about your hip surgery, but this is more fun. Do you have a time frame for your wedding now? Is you, Or you have something in mind? I know you're getting your – next we, week, right? I mean, it's – We – well, I mean, we've now talked about doing something smaller um, and a little more intimate. Like, inevitably, like, her dad won't be able to come to the wedding, so we would like to have – party 
up up in yeah. the Dalles mm-hmm. for that side of the family. So that was always going to be um, something anyway. Right. Uh, there's part of me that very much wants to have a big party with all the immediate elements of our family right. there. Um, and then some and additional secondary members, you know, there as well. Yeah. That's going to be this defining, you know, yeah. bonding moment. moment un- yeah. Moment of unity of the other. Right. Yeah. All the other families, um, you know, which we get to do that now and then, you know, on birthdays and, yeah. and stuff uh, here and there. Um, but uh, there's just, it might be there's a, a certain tradition or, or whatever to say at the wedding. You know, right at the wedding. Oh, I met you at the wedding, or right. I haven't seen him since the wedding. Right. You know, and you have that keystone event in yeah. your life that. Yeah, we got to get get on it. So it might be a smaller a smaller thing, um, but then you know, then we're like, you know, are we selling anybody short? Yeah. You know, and it's mainly Andrea. I just want to make sure that right she's happy with. The stuff that we do, but there are levels of expectations that I want from it too. Right, you know, including dancing and including. Well, we did. Well, you know, we did the wedding in in Oregon, and then we did that Grange Hall was perfect. Yeah, I mean, if we could get one of those, that would be awesome. Um, I can get some people on it. It'll be Uh, in Gretchen, though. I mean, unless if you're talking about the Dalles, like I have no people in the Dalles. I got people. Okay, I got. I was gonna say, (laughs) I got no people in the Dalles. But, but it's um, but then we did a second, pretty big shindig here too, you know. Oh, you weren't living here yet, obviously. You were no, but but we had a a big, you know, because we we'd only been here for a few years. Were you here? No, no, you were in uh, Oxnard. We were in no, no, we were in Mira Mesa. Okay, that, that's where we lived in, at the time. I'm pretty sure we bought this house. No, we were here because we bought this house in January of '95. We got married in July of '95, so we probably so we had the party in July hmm. in '95. But we had been here in San Diego for a couple of years. Shannon been working, I've been working, and so we knew we so lived twenty six years now. Married, yeah, yeah, twenty six years uh, last July. Whoo, that's a long time. Years. I know, dude. I've been in San Diego for twenty years. That's nuts. 20 years. Yeah, 20 we've, years. We've been, <laughs> I can't even I can't even we've been wrap in, my head about we've that. We've been in uh San Diego for 29 years. Seems longer than that. Just it, it does well, we got, it seems like you've been here longer than 9 years when I moved here. But I but that's just because yeah, I, I don't have no perspective. Well, cuz we 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 moved here into this house in 95 and we were in Mira Mesa. Shanna says for a year and a half. That like Com, condo, Com, condo, it yeah. was like two floor. Yep, yeah. It's that's funny. When they, that's when the uh, the big LA earthquake happened. Yep. The uh, I was the visiting Ridge, y'all North there. North Ridge quake that morning. So that woke me up. Yeah, dude, we've had some close misses on those. The San Francisco quake when we came up. Yep. We were up there for the Cubs a week earlier. The, yep. yep. And then we're looking, and we're driving on that bridge, going, "Man, this is a cool bridge, the two layer bridge, and everything." Then the next week, you see him pictures. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading. No.
I'm reading. Don't misrepresent what you're doing. I'm reading. You are not reading. I, I'm reading, I'm telling you. I'm reading so... You're consuming books. That, yeah. Okay. You don't count listening to audiobooks as no. reading? No. You're listening. You're not reading? I'm telling you. You're consuming books, and it's a step better than watching Sanford and Son reruns. A step. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a significant step below. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I, I would even argue that for some folks, it's a step above for sure. Uh, that's the most idiotic thing. It's I've not ever heard. because you're able to take it into your brain in a way that is. All right, for me, I'll tell you. For me, yes, it's difficult to read. My, as I, you know, I my know. distraction you is are not easily a good distracted. Reader. You're not very smart, uh, and <laughs> I'm easily distracted. So, uh, so it's hard for me to stay focused on something That's on the, the page. That's the important thing of reading. That's the discipline of reading. That is something like meditation. I think right? that I'm not good at, but it's it's. I think there's a value to it. Just like I think there's a value to silencing the world and reading. Well, I don't think that that value is in any way less than. Like I, I think it's even enhanced. Depending on who's reading it. I am confident that uh, that the audiobook experience is legitimate. So, I think it is legitimate. Just not so, as legitimate. It's not. It, as see, it, <laughs> <laughs> what are we watching? Oh, we're watching. Southside. Southside. Oh, is there a new one? I, I keep forgetting. There's at least 10 out. Really? Yeah. Season two? Yes. Dang, I think the last one I watched was four. I watched Squid Game, and then I watched it again because we're going to do a standalone podcast on that and and do two episodes per per podcast. And it's the more I watch it, it's one of those shows that are that are just kind of out of the box enough mm-hmm. that get your attention. For there was sure. a show with, I want to say, it wasn't Jennifer Lopez, but it was like the poor man's Jennifer Lopez. The movie was actually called Live, L-I-V-E with an exclamation point. And your poor man's Jennifer Lopez, I feel bad saying that now because it was Eva Mendez. And in 2007, she was a poor man's Jennifer Lopez, but she certainly blossomed into her own career and value and name recognition. But Live, L-I-V-E, 2007, they put together a Russian roulette television show. It's really, really, really interesting. It was, and it was a show where... TV executives coming up with a show, and it's Russian Roulette. And it's real live Russian Roulette on television. And they offer the winner a million dollars or something like that. And everybody else... No, you have to go through the series, and then everybody who survives gets a million dollars. And one person is dead. One person shoots themselves in the head on live television. And then they... they it's a... It's so it's enthralling how they get from joking about you know hey we should just put Russian roulette on TV right to them actually literally putting Russian roulette and finding people in various desperate states of life or various greedy states of life or various different things and so it sounds similar to Squid Game. Um. Squid Game, I mean, this show has six people. There's six chambers and a bullet, uh-huh. or one bullet, six chambers. And Somebody's it's more, running the game. 
it's uh, it's all TV. I mean, it's Squid Game is kind of covert, kind of you know, you don't really know who's doing what. You still, and it's not really... for a TV show. What's that? Right or is it? No. Squ- well, it's is Squid providing... Game watched. Yeah, it's watched by the the rich Every... people who are financing it, and it's watched live, and it's watched in. I am guessing some sort of closed circuit because they they show early on first second episode somebody sitting in a room watching red light green light, which right. is the first game they play. But is it implying that it's being watched in a mass like the not public, mass? No, public, the public isn't watching. No, but the people who run it are yes. watching it. It's implied that okay. there's a half dozen super rich people. as opposed to the other show, which is an actual. This TV is an show. actual TV show. They show commercials. They lead up to it. There's outrage. People are like, how can you make this a show? Right. And, all kinds of waivers and legal, and the woman who who comes to it does a really good job. I need to find the name of that movie, but she does a really good job of joking about it, and then being wanting to have the next survivor, the next you know right. whatever that she wants to have, and it and then her being hundred percent in, and then meeting these people, and kind of drifting out and. I mean, it goes to a game of Russian roulette on TV. The end. I won't spoil how it, how it goes down because you should watch it. It's really good. It's really and again. And the name of it is uh... <laughs> <laughs> Live. Damn it, Live. L I V E exclamation point. Well, it sounds like it's kind of borrowing or at least uh, paying some kind of homage to Network. Where these ideas were. remember network? Yeah, yeah. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not gonna right? take it anymore. And they have all these planning meetings about yeah. how to make get news. ratings. Yeah, and, news, and, right? and and I think something about a live execution, you know, yeah. is like something they talk about. Yeah, you know. Well, and there's people who legitimately think there should be live executions. You know, like hangings in the public square. You know, to deter crime and to teach people a lesson and to you know which. It's bullshit. Yeah, I agree. It is. It is. Let's see. Um, fantasy football. How's your fantasy football team doing? Uh, <laughs> I think you're doing pretty good. In, I am in the doing leagues. pretty good. I, I'm. I'm having one of those seasons. Not quite as bad as it's been at times, but just some of it just, just depends on how much luck you run into like you know who's who has their best week right when you play them and uh and i've had a few of those uh but uh so my my overall points are pretty good uh and in our, our other league with jared's league i'm doing pretty good um i'm within within striking range yeah yeah i'm the top scorer in jared's league i'm in fourth place well anthony i think is no he's not the untouchables, untouchables, yeah, are the top scorer. But Anthony's in the similar position where he's got a he's the second highest score and under five under five hundred, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and then uh, Hiram was the second lowest point total and had the best record in the league. It's it's evening out. The last few, <laughs> I think he's lost three in a row. But I told Anthony, I was like, we're talking about fantasy football and different different things, and like. Yes, none of that matters as much because I'm lucky. <laughs> and you have to factor that in. I'm super lucky. Things are going to happen that are just like unbelievable. So you ready for me to fix your podcast? Yes, yes, please. <laughs> By all means, this episode. 
No, inevitably, and and I know this is true because I know you did it every week uh, for our podcast. Think of like what you need to do is right. Do, right. Do, <laughs> I did it on air. That stupid right. stuff out right. and, and do, do right. this. Take original writings, um, and put something behind it and make extra little like segments of just little throwaways to to, to not throwaways but stepaways into something else that feature uh you know original writing like either your own or someone else's uh, interesting uh even poetry that Let's see that's what you're, you're... <laughs> that's for people who listen to books <laughs> <laughs> that's not for readers yeah well there's those who feel the books and those who who are just a collection of words okay. and, and <laughs> the 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 quality within it you know okay but i meant more like for this particular episode did you have anything else uh <laughs> not overhauling my entire show that's 60 episodes in and averaging well over a thousand listeners per really? episode yeah that, that's freaking great yeah and, that's uh, really good that's and, more than we ever got and uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm I have not, I'm not sure. a very loyal listener in France. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah? Yep. Do you know who it is? I don't. Huh. I don't. There's Every now and then, almost every week, somebody pops up. And actually, hang on. Phil, Phil. Bonjour, mon ami en français. Comment allez-vous? Me llamo... Well, that's Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Phil. Désolé, mon français n'est pas bon, which means I'm sorry, my French is not good. On my one trip to France, did you? Have you ever been to France? I I, I took a trip to France. That's a story for another day, but uh, that was the one phrase that I learned while I was there to, that I wanted to be able to say. I'm sorry, I don't. My French is not good, and I worked on that phrase over and over again. Okay, so here we go. So yesterday. Had 145 listens. Oh, look at this map, dude. I got... Australia. Australia. South America. I got South Africa. South Africa, that's what India, I India. Nigeria. France. Oh, dang it. I didn't mean to do that. These are all global uh, internet scam places that... <laughs> no, they're faithful listeners. United Kingdom, Ireland, So you Canada. only got you only got white Africa. Nigeria? Okay. That's the whitest of the black Africas. <laughs> it's the whitest of the black <laughs> Africas. India? Five? Five in India. Dude, you're blowing up in India. So, actually, i throw this out there as we kind of wrap it up. There's a couple a couple things I want to do. Listen to the podcast, a, a podcast on Vanessa Williams. Do you remember Vanessa Williams? Miss, Miss America, America. Nude pictures. Yeah. And tremendous story by the way and mm -hmm. she was resented greatly within the fraternity only partially because she was black but because she entered exactly three contests three pageants she entered like Miss Syracuse Miss New York Miss America I mean that's how it went she right. wasn't part of the pageant life for the pageant she didn't things. grow up doing it Right, and and she a lot of people resented that. Mama Boo Boo, or what's yeah, Honey, it? Boo -Boo. Honey Boo Boo, what, yeah, or no, toddlers and tiaras, <laughs> whatever. Got a problem with that? But anyway, yeah, me too. But 
there was no there was there was a lot of resentment because of that because she didn't right you know pay she her didn't dues, pay her dues right <laughs> and and then she all of her what people are calling mistakes like her nude photos and everything like that she owns all of it and she just says these were experimental nudes that were signed never to be released they're artsy they're not I'm not having sex I'm not you know right. they're not. Lascivious. I'm at a point in my life where I look old. great naked. Yep, exactly. And when we're, yeah. if you never have that time, you, know, you right. wish I had some photos. Right. Back, you right. Know, back then. And but it was, you know, it was really amazing how how the how that story developed. But it got me thinking. I would love to talk to somebody now in their twenties ish who have been through. The pageant life currently. I know a few people. I'm, I've reached out and I'm hoping they want to do you it. Miss California, who uh, competed for Miss Un- United, Miss America. Really? Yeah. You could get it, or yes, because you're. Oh wait a minute. Uh-huh. She might have moved to like. <sighs> she might be in. Biz might be able to do a she remote a interview France. with her. Why can't I do a remote? You could do a remote, but he'd be there. I mean, uh, she might be in Abu Dhabi, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Um, she's like she might she's somewhere abroad, but so, yeah, she was she was around f- for a while. Yeah, one Miss California. But I wanna I want somebody who's who did it recently, you know, relatively recently, Within and then 10 somebody, years. yeah, and then somebody who did it 20 or 30 years ago, somebody who you know who's been through the pageant, and just talk about because in listening with them talk about Vanessa Williams about the pageant life and how mean they were to Vanessa Williams. Right. Not because exclusively there was racism mixed in, but it was like, you know, who do you think you are? You can't just come in and do this. And and it was really fascinating that I got a guy who has been to prison four times and is now rebuilding his life. He's been out about three or four years and he's going and he's opening a prison ministry. And, uh, so that's good. Um, I got this guy who says he's moving to Abu Dhabi and, right. you know, used to train orcas at SeaWorld and all that. But Right. Yeah. He's, yeah I think, I don't even think he exists. I think it's like a catfish. <laughs> somebody, he, worked for, he worked for ESPN for a while. And, yeah. Yeah. Football, yeah. He's football games in LA. You know, what's, <laughs> what's so cool and great is... Biz is a dude who is so freaking likable. Like I, I hate that he's so likable. He's ridiculously likable. I don't hate it because I do. that's not my bit. You know? That's right. <laughs> that's my bit. Yes. I hate so, that guy. So, well, we have a rivalry, so So yep. But he he's just he's a cool dude. Yeah. No, he is for he's sure. He's a cool dude. He he's got a lot to offer. Um He's never, he he he's not he's not a strutter, you know. He doesn't strut. He struts. He doesn't strut. He's he does strutter. not strut. He he. But stuff happens, and it's hard. That that's so cool that you're like, God damn, dude. Right. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. there and there 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 are people who are just like that. They're yeah. just like, yeah. They do s- cool stuff, and you were like, God, I hate you, man. Right. <laughs> but. Yeah, he's he's one is like a few years ago, like hey, hey man, like we got tickets to Prophets of Rage concert, which I was like literally putting out to the universe. 
I'm hoping some tickets to the Prophets of Rage, Rage fall into my lap. Out, right. You know, because at that time I'm kind of broke, and but I really want to go. And hey, man, I got tickets. What? <laughs> and then I don't know if it was the biz energy that that made the, us go to the show, run into someone in the parking lot who was giving out pit passes no. on their wrist, nice. wristbands. So we went from the show to the front part of the show and ended up in the front. Wow. Front row. See, Biz hasn't done the damn thing for me. And I've spent hours helping him with his pool stuff. You know, his pool questions he calls me, bugs me all the time. That's because you're trying to you're trying to like get that egg as opposed to just enjoying the goose. Enjoy the goose. I'm the goose. He's the goose. Oh, he's the goose. (laughs) We're all the goose. But he he He's the goose. He, he's a goose. No, I hope to get him on. And then uh, I'm just, I like just thinking of a lot of different things, right? You know that that I think are interesting. Now, okay, here I'm going to fix your podcast. Okay, I think you should. Here I go. <laughs> We're all trying to be better people, you know. You are. It's because we all see the world. <laughs> I, I I imagine everyone wants to be a better person. Is what is what I imagine. You know, I used to think that, and I I'm obviously joking, and I do strive to be better all the time. Right. But I I don't think that's universal anymore. I don't think that there's a universal goodness. That there's a universal striving to to be better. I think, unfortunately, there's a universal, more universal striving to getting more. I think there's a universal striving of trying to win at the expense of someone else and not ironic and jokingly like I do it. But, <laughs> you know, I, I don't think it's as universal that people want to be better. I think that people are, at, well, and sometimes I think people want to be better than you, you know, or better than me, or better than their neighbor, or better than someone else, but not necessarily better, like in, internally better, like make myself better. Like Bruce Lee said, dang it, what did he say? He says, he said always, no, he said never, never right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, something about be water, be, be water, like this is going to be a challenging edit, uh, unless I just cut the whole thing. <laughs> Which is always an option. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm saddened that we don't have more universal. Like Tom, did you listen to the podcast with Tom? Owen I did. Whew, what an inspirational dude. Right. And just the way he lives and the way he, yeah. he talks and the things he stands for. It's just selfless and great. Well, I think that like, especially nowadays when we're facing so much division, and we're, I mean, I think a lot of us are consumed, if not just interested in, uh, figuring out a way to bridge divides and yes. like get past where See, we're where we're at. And and I just don't think that's the universal feeling right now. And maybe I'm just jaded, but I think the well, people don't want to listen to someone else or well, agree if you're or not respect. Thinking about that. Like you're not thinking about that, but you're just thinking about what is the best use of my energy. Yeah. Uh, what's the best? What's what's the best that I can do in my given circumstances right. where I can do the most good? Right. 
and affect uh, as much positive change right. as possible. And, um, and, and in general, it comes down to the uh, adage, you know, that it starts with you, you right. know, that, that, right. that, that, that be the change. Yeah. That the, by change, by trying to teach everybody, which reminds me of our cousin, Brian, you know, he's like, yeah. I just want to go out and teach everybody. We're like, yeah. Uh, yep. Where we should strive to be the best students yes. uh, uh, that ever was, or, or that we could be, right? That we could be absolutely, and 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 become be, become in ourselves and in our small circle of influence what we want to see in the outside of us. You know, like we're what we want to set up around us, yeah, uh, and what we want to see around us is one at a time personal uh, realization that your own validity, your own experience as a singular soul in the universe has meaning and has connection to everyone else. Right. And, uh, and what you do matters and how you do it matters. And, uh, and by becoming a better person, you're becoming so, the world a better place. So, what kind of podcast place. is this going to be? You getting out of your own way. That I ain't in my own way. We're all in our own way, and you're that's in what's my so, way. that's what's universally appealing about it is that we're. All, but you know, I mean, that's not unique either, and that's not like hasn't necessarily not been done before. You just read. I mean, listen to. Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. I did. Yeah, see, I got I got the book actually right there. I got the book. I'm too. gonna read it. I've read it. I've read the <laughs> you book. Consumed it. I no, I read it oh, years read ago. It? Okay. Yeah, I've, I've re- I read I've, it years ago too. I it's it's time for a reread. How long was it on the audio book? About twelve hours, maybe oh. like fifteen. Not a whole lot because I'm reading. I'm still reading. Um. The People's History of the United States, and that's like thirty-six hours long, and uh, so that's a long. That's a long one. <laughs> that's I, a long I've never, one. I've never finished the People's History of the United States. It's a heavy. It's a long, heavy read. It's, it's like this season of Secession. It, you know, it's captivating. It's even inspire. It's inspiring at points. It's mm-hmm. frustrating at points. But it's heavy because there's the overriding theme of goodness losing and righteousness losing right. and power winning and greed winning and right you know and just steamrolling and steamrolling right and it's heavy and which I, is I mean that's a, that's a real similar th- theme in 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 uh, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance is that like the quality or the universally recognized but immeasurable quality <laughs> dang it i hate to use the same word yeah. uh but that that it's a real thing and it comes from a place where where all of our goodness is defined like uh and those who say quality is not real because it can't be defined 
it's like saying love isn't real right. because it can't be defined. So you, so it's therefore unimportant. And That's so what people are saying about truth right now. Well, yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and it's the same. It's the same thing that like today's Trump Republicans are want to live completely separate, as if quality didn't exist because if quality exists it means there's a big difference in the way that you act and the way you treat people and your value because of it but if you if that doesn't exist and the only thing exists is your stock market price or your ira status if that's the only bottom line thing that exists then nothing else matters and how you treat people and how you interact uh means nothing and 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 so I guess that's where I am right now. That it just seems too many people feel that way. Like it doesn't matter. What matters is what you can measure. What matters is what you can buy. What matters is social so media arguments. So what kind of art can you make that helps people realize that and and see that? So that which may not be what you're thinking about, but when I think about art that I want to make and create and put my energies into. That that's what it that's what it leans towards. Well, you can record anytime, and I will absolutely put out and probably be inspired to do episodes under a different umbrella. And I'm not I'm being serious with a you know because Mason wants to do leader of the pack and he wants to do pack twelve football talk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do it. You know that's that's not what I necessarily want to do. But if right. you need a guest, I'll come in and talk because I like to you know. Right. And, you know, we can create and we can get I mean, you can get anybody and episodes could be 10 minutes or 40 minutes or, you know, just whatever people want to do. And and I'm sure. Once that starts rolling, it is something that tangentially appeals to me, I would say, oh, let me do an episode or let me do Mm -hmm. a segment or let me do this and let me that. And we get throw it out there to anybody we know who wants to. And we call it the positivity pod or the, I mean, that's probably out so much where I already got that, but right. something like that, you know, it'd be, be something like that. I'm, I'm a hundred percent again, not at all interested in heading it up, but interested in being a part of it and a support of it, part of the foundation and the structure, infrastructure and everything. So, yeah, I'd also like to put something together that tells stories they don't yeah. necessarily have to change the world, right? But tells good stories. Um, I've got and, a couple going, and that also could borrow from lots of different sources, uh, and play a segment from a fellow podcast that you enjoy or heard, yeah. and are inspired by, yeah. Uh, and there's particularly ones that are your close, you're close to, hopefully, yeah. you know, and ideally they'd be ones that would reciprocate. Yeah. And lead to, to expanding your listening audience. But, yeah. uh, but yeah, yeah. Plenty of good ideas. My first one's going to be neighborhoods. Like that's going to be, this is the first, well, I don't know if it's gonna be the first, that's my problem, but I'm put, <laughs> I'm gathering, so you know, what's going to play right now on the podcast is, Blink and blink and blink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
So, yeah, I, I've put down the, the legwork already and already have. Luckily, this is great because um, I want to talk about my neighborhood that I live in. I've lived in for almost 20 years. Yeah. Um, and how it's changed over the years and like what it's meant over the years. Gentrified. And, uh, and then do, uh, since I've been there for 20 years, then do a segment about our old neighborhood in Chicago because that story, I mean, all neighborhoods are interesting. Right. You know, like whatever your, whatever happened in your neighborhood is interesting and cool. Right. Uh, but in our neighborhood, it was cool because it was our neighborhood and that was Phillips, yeah. you know, between 79th and 81st was like everything. See, it's funny because I still say 80th and Phillips, even though there's no street. Right. That's 80th and Phillips. 79th. 80th and Phillips is where is the center is the center of right. the whole of the block. Right. Um, and just when we moved there, I kind of assumed it looked like that forever. Um, but it turned out, which was an all black neighborhood. Right. Right. There was like a bl- a white guy on our side of the street down by 80 f- 81st for a little for a while that I just remember seeing every so often an older guy um I have to ask mom about that. Yeah. Uh but it, all black neighborhood yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Um and it only a few years earlier it was all white. Yeah. How, That's how amazing story. You know what? And we could probably back that up with act like real estate logs and transactions and sales and and kind of illustrate like get a block and like color it as it changed in right. like, you know, you could do graphics thing. like yeah. that for sure. Yeah. You could see, I mean, this is one of the things that inspired it was uh a Facebook group about I grew up in South Shore. Yeah, I saw that. And seeing these people post photos from Cole's elementary school yeah, uh, from 1966 or so. Right. And it being all white. Yeah. Which was just a f- three years earlier than we moved there. Yeah. And it was all black. Uh, yeah. Crazy. So how fast that's an interesting, that's an interesting story. That is, that and, would be an interesting story. And, and it's funny how there's a, kid we grew up with who who wrote a book and he talked that was one of the things he talked about it was more of his personal journey and and trials becoming and a writer yeah yeah and and struggling with the neighborhood and the violence and the drugs and somebody you know gave him a hand up and he moved on and it's so funny because i picture him now with like elbow patches on a jacket and smoking a pipe and right and <laughs> telling professor his walker professor walker yeah but but he makes reference to the fictionalized us as moving away as part of this white flight. Right. Even though when we moved there, it was already all black there. Right. You know, there was, wasn't there just like a goldsmith or a Goldstein across the there street was, for a while uh, over on Essex, the gold goldsmiths or Goldschmidt goldsmith goldsmith. And, gold. and cause they had a boy, Ethan who was, who was my age. Uh, yeah, Trina Goldsmith was right. mom's friend. Yeah, and then lived over in Essex. The Bows, Mike, Kathy Bows. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was Native American. He was white. Keith Bows was looked white. But that was that was it. it you know, I I, I wonder. <laughs> right. 
Right. And it's cool to find out that, like, you know, that, uh, what's his name? Indigo Montoya. You killed Mandy brother. Patinkin. Mandy Patinkin lived next Patinkin. door to us. Oh, really? Yes. Or, like, or two houses down. But he lived in the, apar- in, in in the apartments. Oh, in the apartments? Yeah. Uh, yep. Like, uh, yeah, like either the next apartment building over or two, or the next one. Two, do- two down was Fat Tony's apartment. Um, our friend, like was Vincent. Darren lived in the third one. Who? Wait, Darren there? Patton. Darren Patton. No, he lives in the door. house next That's door next to us. Door. There was someone else on that. See, I'm trying to think of people on that side of the street because Pat was on the other side, Chucky was on the other side, Brian was on the other side, Vincent was on the other side. Yeah, Daniel I don't was know. on the other side. Renee was know. on the other side. But I do think there was somebody. I'm pretty sure Fat Tony lived in one of those. Yeah, there's nobody on our side of the block. <laughs> no, <laughs> Patton's and that mean that mean dude on the corner. I was thinking the mean dude. Well, the Patton who, Darren Patton's dad was mean. Then there was a family after that who was the mean mean preacher. The no, he was the next one over. He was the. the it wasn't next door. I don't think it's hard to remember. I remember going back seeing a freaking Rolls Royce in his driveway. Which, if you know this neighborhood. Yeah, and it had a TV in it, which was yeah, and a phone, yeah, which was unheard of. I mean, it was yeah. just you were just I have a lot of money, yeah. And to find out he was a minister was very disappointing because our dad was a minister. We didn't have any freaking limousine <laughs> right, or a right, TV. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I'm like, Dad, a little less, uh, a little less Selma, and a right, little more right, <laughs> something, something, a little less freedom <laughs> marching, a little more cash registering. <laughs> Um, all right, well let's uh let's wrap this up and let's do this again. Let's let's keep planning and let's get that other podcast thread going. Indeed. And and we could just reach out to some people and and I think if we can get like four or five people, it it relieves the urgency of doing an episode like this. Like, <laughs> like hey well, man, come what, tell me all your stories. Well, of, no, I'm just kidding. What I'm excited <laughs> about is uh is Jared having a studio ready to roll. Yeah. You know, and and I, I have everything I need. I just need to set it up. I just don't know exactly. Nice. And, yeah. and so I, actually, I just need to have Jared come over because yeah, we have similar stuff. But anyway, everyone who has these things, we could record segments. Yes, and and edit them together. Yep, you know, you do a great job editing all your songs and sounds and stuff into it. And I always think that that adds, you know, that little post post-production stuff i think it does yeah it adds a lot we I never did anything afterwards you know i actually <laughs> I say that and jared jared's like i did a I lot i did right <laughs> right you don't have no idea what i did right uh but i mean we did mostly everything went yeah. live Straight through yeah and on the onto the thing which i want to incorporate some scripted stuff as yeah. well yeah. because i can just script out because I much have more elegant thoughts that I have that I want that I'm doing like I want to there's a lot of story like parenting stories and kids stories mm-hmm. you know just like 10 minute stories 15 minute stories you know give them some depth some background and some background music and yeah, some different stuff crowd sounds yeah. you yeah. know park sounds or whatever yep. you're yeah. trying to yeah to make so. it come to life for sure yeah all right well I'm going to sign off cuz I really have to go to the bathroom uh, me too. Okay, so, folks, my guest today. <laughs> hey, put your put your headphones back on. 
We're going to race to the bathroom, and he has a bad hip, so I'm going to win. Although he's closer to the door, yep. so it's hard to say. All right, folks, today my guest is BJ, my dear brother BJ. If you haven't seen Golden Child, go see it so you can get that reference. And otherwise, you can find me everywhere. TikTok, Facebook, Voice of Grossmont basketball this year, and football. That's a lot of fun. So come to a Grossmont home game. Check out Tony on the mic calling the action. Say goodnight, BJ. Good night, BJ. <clears throat> okay. Bye. Tony in the Mesa. The Mesa. Outro. 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 And that's going to do it for another episode of Tony on the Mic. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. I want to thank my guests. I want to thank my sponsors. And you can find more info and episodes at TonyOnTheMic.com. Tony on the Mic on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. All these platforms are slowly becoming populated with quality entertainment products. So check it out. And tell your friends and click and like and subscribe and all that stuff. 